0: Oh okay, that's fine. On
1: Twitter.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just I haven't really started posting anything on Twitter yet, so
1: We are live. We are live. Sorry for the delay everyone. Had to put the baby to bed. It's Jake and I right now. Scott might be joining us later. Just gonna wait a few minutes, get some people in here, add your comments. whatever you wanna do. We'll just uh, Jake and I will just talk to each other for a few minutes, or if you want to talk to us, you can talk to us as well. But we got a quick little show to talk about. Definitely the this is what we uh, this is what we do here, man. This is today's like this where these playoff projections come out. They're super fun, but also a lot to talk about.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Time to talk about. I mean, we can talk about Brian Hartson for right now.
0: Man, talk about happy <laughs> over here,
1: dude. Let's talk about Auburn <laughs> while, we wait. while never, we
0: wait. Never been happier, man. Just, I feel bad for the man, though, in a way, because I feel like you know, if the stuff in the offseason didn't happen, or allegedly happened, then maybe he gets a little bit of a pass, but you can't have a losing record at Auburn. You, it's just not not allowed. I mean, it's. I felt, like it,
1: I felt like if they had a losing record, but they were two point losses, one point losses, like just heartbreaking. Like yeah. they're in these games, they would have kept them. Like well, there's also the fight and stuff. So
0: there's a lot of stuff that came with those losses. You know, he's apparently telling guys, "Hey, you can't put your name. You can't ask for a red shirt," which happens in a lot of programs, but it doesn't look good. Yeah. You know, guys that were asking for red shirt. He said, "You got a choice. You can either red. You can take pull your name off the red shirt list, transfer, or quit." So I mean, yeah, not a not a good look. I mean, he's just he's a hard nosed guy, and, and it just didn't work. It, I mean, it. But yeah, it it's, is.
1: It's one of those things where it's just like he came in. The AD that he came in with got fired. It's just like it just was not a good cultural
0: fit. Yeah, and actually, well, Allen Green didn't technically get fired. He just he just dipped. He was wanting to move on. Said, I'm
1: out of
0: here. But that was kind of expected. He was kind of a band aid fix for, uh, for a for more long term problem, um, okay. which is fine. But again, the the plane tracking season's now started for Allen. <laughs> so the best. Was, uh, I've it's, done it many times. I have I've done it a few times. People people forget that Auburn's jump Auburn doesn't jump around coaches a lot. But no. you know we hired you know fired tu- you, you, Tuberville, you hired Chiswick, then hired Malzahn. So I mean it's been a minute. But you knew you were gonna get Gus. That was the feeling. The Gus one you knew that wasn't. A
1: hard
0: yeah, thing. that wasn't a. Yeah. Everybody knew that was coming. So this one this one's gonna be a little different. This is gonna feel like when we fired Gus in a way, except when we fired Gus. The only reason I didn't really want to fire him, I didn't think we should keep him. There just wasn't good options out there. Yeah, so bad. now you've got Lane Kiffin, potentially not sure if he's going to dip Deion Sanders, potentially yeah. if you don't bad. get those two, you got Hugh freeze. Yeah, I mean, not, not a choice that I really want, but Matt rules out there. A lot of people will say, Hey, don't sleep on urban Meyer coming to your program, even though he might burn it to the ground <laughs> afterwards. But, but, you know, and I'll give a little shout out to Crane and company today. Uh, Cohen on the training company today said you know as bad as it would, might look yeah. for Urban Meyer to come he's not a good guy one thing he's going to do is win and if all you want your head coach to do is win then you're good you yeah. got it but he's not a guy that you know when a program's in shambles you normally bring in to rebuild yeah. so and then then other names to look at guys like Jeff Grimes um, that's a big name you're going to hear a lot because uh, I don't really think hey Candace what's up hey what's up what's up my sister, she's a big fan. I know she comments on everything. It's awesome. <laughs>
1: but shows her stuff too, though. You know, yeah, she, she's no. Style. Oh no, yeah, that for sure. She, yeah, she come on here and, and uh, hold it down if she wanted to. Yeah,
0: but yeah, with the with the coaching search for Auburn, I mean, those yeah. your your big names are Kiffin, Dion, Freeze. Even though Freeze just signed an extension, and then and then you start looking at your Matt Rules and your your Grimes for that next year If one of those yeah. three can't land, so. Oh, we'll see, man.
1: I don't, I, I, I don't know why no one's talking about Jamie Chatwell. He's I don't know. He's been nothing but lights out at Coastal Carolina. Yeah. I mean, it's – And he's I, from the South. I just think their top options
0: are such big names, and they're trying to hit a home run because they didn't with – they didn't with Harson. Yeah. That they want that big name. They want somebody they know for a fact is going to knock it out in recruiting. But can also either bring a staff in that can recruit or coach, or a coach GBO. themselves.
1: So a little GBO from Dale. Yeah, a little GBO, my, go big orange! I love it.
0: Dale's my uh, Dale's my big Orlando City buddy. I'm at him through Orlando City games, so
1: okay, well, go Orlando yeah. City too.
0: Yeah, so that's my that's my boy's a big, big, big Volves fan. I love Vols, it. Vols and Braves for for Dale.
1: Dale and I are like cut from the same cloth,
0: right? <laughs> He's a, I think, yeah, Dale's a Titans fan, too. Ah, so, you and him literally pull for all the same teams, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but, yeah, Nate. Well, oh, go ahead, man.
1: You no, know, we were saying um, going for the home run, you know. Not, sometimes that just – that bit the vols in the ass the last 15 years. I mean, you had Lane Kiffin and obviously never went – I never went What happened to us to anybody ever? Um, Yeah. Just because how crappy it was. But, I mean, there are some good players, there are some good coaches out there for the Auburn search. I know we're not supposed to be talking about the Auburn search. Hey, Mexican. What's up, bud?
0: Can you say hi? Hi.
1: Hey,
0: bud.
1: (laughs) Hey, bud.
0: Yeah, we're on a a live call right now. Everybody can see you. X and live. Say, what's up? Hey, I knew it. it. Hey, can you say War Eagle? Eagle. Go. Good job. You can go. you say Go Vols? Dad, I do it. That is mine. Can you say Go Vols? Go That's pretty that'll, close. that we'll, we'll take it.
1: I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sweet, sweet. All right, I was. right, let's get this started. Let's get this show on there. We'll start at uh, 25 through 15. Uh, I'm gonna pull it up over here on the old ESPN.
0: Yeah, I've got it up right now, Nate. If you want me to start, start on. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I think 25 so, UCF. Yep, 25's UCF. sitting it six and two. Probably a. I, I think it's a respectable That's spot very, for for the Fighting you. Malzines.
1: Which is which is weird. So our preseason poll. Our preseason – or not preseason poll. This week's poll that we put out had UCF at 25. There's a lot of similarities in the poll, the official poll and our poll, which I thought was pretty cool. So I'm not going to say that we're, you know, genius. Yeah. just know yeah. what we're talking about. So, yeah, but UCF having a good year. Uh, beat Cincinnati like they're supposed to. They'll probably be uh, in the American Conference game. Uh, just stayed in that twenty to twenty-five range all year. Uh, Gus has got himself a little happy little pocket where he can uh, continue to bring in uh, transfer portal quarterbacks and uh, or develop them. But it's a good little pocket for him um, as long as they keep winning the. Uh, well, they're moving from the American Conference, so they're moving to the Big Twelve.
0: Yeah, they'll – Gus will keep getting recruits. I mean, yeah, he doesn't – Yeah, they'll
1: compete. They'll, they'll easily yeah. yeah, they'll fit right into the Big 12. Defensively, they might struggle for year one. But once they get transport the transfer portal guys, the guys they need, they'll be fine.
0: Yeah, the, the cool thing about Gus, too, a lot of people don't realize is his offense is so unique. He doesn't have to go and get all five stars. No. He goes and gets the guys that fit his system. So, you'll see a lot of three and four stars, and he'll grab one or two five stars here and there. But the biggest thing with Gus, if he can, if he can have a good offensive line, he's pretty hard to beat. The problem when he was at Auburn, he could not keep up with the offensive line recruits, and that's what got him fired at Auburn. So, yeah, he, he'll keep UCF competitive the more more offensive line recruits he gets in and, there.
1: And they're gonna need they're gonna need some O line, um, just because of how it's so weird. because, like the Big Twelve the last five years, it's been offense, like been offense. But now the Big Twelve, there's a lot of teams playing a lot of good defense in the Big 12, and so it's shifted now. Um, when now, now the SECs, you know, the offensive juggernauts know, you know, scoring 50 points a game, which is unheard of. But that's where all the talent is, obviously. All the five-star, four-star wide receivers, running backs, linemen are going to the SEC. But, um, yeah, uh, they'll be fine as long as they get some dudes, which there's plenty of dudes in the transfer portal. Um, they, have a good, they have a good program. I think UCF is great at twenty five. They'll stay as long as they get job done the next four weeks, they'll be fine in that spot. I and mean, they'll got nice little bowl game for them at uh probably going uh ten and two or nine and three.
0: Yeah, the next one we got is uh Texas at twenty four, which I don't have a lot to say. I think that's pretty fair at five and three. Five and
1: three, up and down all year long. Uh it did not help that they lost uh, when you were week one against Alabama, they look good. It's hard to find rhythm. It's really hard to find rhythm with your offense when your number one starter went out, then he came back, looked really good, but they just seem to to not, in crucial parts of games, get over that hump, like that Texas Tech game they lost. Um They the uh, they didn't play TCU yet, but... They uh, play, who they lose to uh, the most recent loss. Oh my god,
0: it's so, it's so hard to keep up with them. Yeah, <laughs> so the most recent
1: loss, it was oh my gosh. Well, let me darn it, I here. can't. Remember. Anyways, it's terrible not remember, but that's why we need Scott. He can go in there. Uh, Oklahoma
0: <laughs> State, they lost to Texas Tech and they lost to Bama. That's their three losses. Hey, i the the season.
1: Texas Tech. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State game was in uh, was in uh, Boone Pig Stadium, so it's really hard to beat win there. But it was a close game. But it's just they just they had their chances. They couldn't do it. And then Oklahoma State gets beat, you know, run out the door by Kansas State last week. So it's weird. Um, but I feel like once they solidify uh, timing, rhythm, and everything down their offense, they'll be fine. But then at the same time, here comes Archie Manning. So uh, Texas to me. Definitely gonna stay in that twenty to twenty-five range all year. They might lose one more because they got to play TCU. So they got to play TCU. So they might go eight and four, seven and five, find themselves in a pre-pre uh, Christmas bowl game or right after Christmas before New Year's Day kind of bowl game. So yeah, we're at twenty-three. Uh, next is uh, Oregon State. Oregon State, The fun, frisky team. Um, no one watches them on the East Coast just because it's the East Coast. Uh, they play normally night games, obviously. but They're a fun team, very competitive team. Um, they're they're a the legitimate top 25 team. They play good, balanced football in all three phases. Um, have you even watched any of their games this year? No, I don't stay up that late, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm just going to say, you're going to bed early. I've caught two of their games, and they they play good. It's just they're not they're not at the Oregon level. They're not at Utah, Oregon there, uh, just because it's the players they bring into Corvallis. It's nothing against them. It's just they just don't got the players. But uh, they're a good team. They're a good team. So they'll find their way in a nice little bowl game this year. Um, but they they give people problems, for sure.
0: Yeah, then next... Um... NC State uh, for the ACC uh, six and two, six and two,
1: lost to uh, Clemson, and they play late us this week, and who did they lose their second loss to uh,
0: their second loss
1: was to uh, Syracuse. So I thought it was against Syracuse, which is another good program. NC State to me, because it's so front loaded in the, the where where the pole is, they got to sit there. Uh, if they beat Wake Forest, they move up. It's just one of those things. Another good team, very balanced team. They had their chances this year against Clemson and they and against Syracuse. They'll have another chance against Wake Forest. It's just one of those things. They just couldn't get over the hump. But it's good ball club. Good, good ball club. Uh, another another team that's going to be playing right after Christmas in a bowl game. Probably a nice warm weather bowl game for them. Um, they've earned it. So, the yeah. ACC, if you look at the ACC's top five, six, they all are over six wins or five wins right now looking at possibly. They all got to play each other, but it's just one of those things where it's like it's some pretty competitive besides Clemson. It's competitive behind that. Like, yeah, you, got well, sitting, you got North Carolina sitting in their own little coastal division at seven and one. And nobody near them. I think the closest team to them is Georgia Tech. Yeah, which is
0: in shambles because they fired their head coach this season yeah. as well. Like they're a dumpster right now.
1: So they're in shambles. You have the, uh, the coastal Atlantic division, the Atlantic division, one through six, and any given day can beat each other. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those things. It's one of those things. But yeah, North Carolina State, pretty good, very good, ball, good program. Uh, I think they're adequately um, a top 25 team in the right spot where they are. They've stayed there like the last four weeks, so yeah, they'll probably stay there too, the next four.
0: Yeah, next one is uh, Wake Forest, at six and two as well.
1: Six and two had a chance to beat all these guys had a chance to beat Clemson, and we'll talk about Clemson soon. They all had their chance. They had their they threw their haymakers. They threw their best punches, and Clemson either took them to a four overtime game and one or beat them in four in four quarters. Um, the Lake Forest is a good ball club. Sam Hart Sam Hartman is a phenomenal quarterback. They have weapons out the door. Uh, coach uh, Clawson is a great coach there. Um, he might be considered for some of these jobs um, that that are open right now. I would not. I would not uh, look past him making a move to a bigger program. Lake Forest is honestly the size of a big ass high school. Um, yeah, when it comes to facilities and everything like that They, you know, so uh, what he's done there is actually remarkable to have them in the last two years in the top 25, the whole year. Um, they had a bad game last week that I don't know. You can't, you can't judge someone based off of 15 minutes, but that was the worst 15 minutes of football I've ever seen. Like pick six, turn around, get a fumble, uh, a fumble, on their own twenty-yard line. Then again, another pick, and then again, another fumble. It was so bad. I just never seen a team like turn the ball over that fast. And Cincinnati yeah. was just like, All right, well, or Louisville was like, "We'll take it." So, um, but they're they're judged based off of that those fifteen minutes, unfortunately, and uh, that's where they sit at twenty. And they'll probably move their way back up because they'll, they'll they'll probably beat NC State this week. Um, NC, it'll be a game. Twenty verse twenty one, uh, it's at NC State, so uh, they'll probably beat them in a good a good game, and they'll run the table the rest of the year. End up in the you know top fifteen, give themselves a nice little bowl game. Probably, if anything, the ACC three team gets the Gator Bowl, I believe. Uh yeah, I think so. It's the Gator Bowl because number one ACC team is not in the playoffs. They get the Orange Bowl. Number two is. Number two would. The Sun Bowl, I think. No. That's like their fourth. I don't really know the ACC that well well, when it comes to their bowl bids, but I know the Gator Bowl is one of them. That's like ACC 4 3 versus SEC 5 6, which that's a good game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah. uh, think at 20, I think we have Syracuse. Yeah, Syracuse at 20, which – These I mean, three, I, teams, I, these I three
1: teams, honestly, you stack them up in any way you want to stack yeah. them. They're uh, all <laughs> – Syracuse <laughs> had a chance. They they gave Clemson everything they could in in, uh, in Clemson two weeks ago, and then they turn around at an uh, oranged out their little dome that seats 20,000 people, and they blew it against Notre Dame. Here comes another Dame. No one's talking about them. Maybe they, they lost. So, it's one of those things where it's just like you, you had your chance, man. Um, they're going to have a decent – a good year for them. No one had cues yeah. at all about uh, looking where they were. So, they're going to just finish this year up, uh, went out hopefully, and have a really good basketball season.
0: Yeah, we'll see about that. We'll get into basketball soon enough. Yeah, we'll
1: get into basketball. No. Yeah, we'll get basketball.
0: Oh, the man. big uh, – the big surprise, or not even the surprise, but the, the biggest kind of name you're not big name, but shocker of the top twenty-five is Tulane at nineteen.
1: It it is a shocker if you haven't watched any Tulane football this year. So I kept so last year I watched Tulane played Ole Miss in Tulane, and they the first half. Looked really good. And I was like, I thought it was unique because they were wearing alternative colors. So it was like a very, like, baby blue and they green versus, like, Ole Miss and their white and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Then I started looking. I was like, hey, Tulane's got a good quarterback. And then I, then coming into this year, in the back of my head, I was like, Tulane might win me, uh, the American Conference. If, yeah. if If that guy's still there, which he was. And look at them now, they're seven and one. And they beat Kansas State in Kansas State week two. No one's talking right. about that. That was a huge upset. That's the only reason why Kansas State is where they're at right now. Because if they weren't, they'd be undefeated, probably in the TCU position. But they did lose to Camp, to Tulane. But so Tulane's a pretty good little frisky ball club. You don't want to play them. They might get in that large bid this year and play in one of those three years six games.
0: That'd be cool. That'd be cool that would for them. Be
1: cool. They would be cool, and they've earned it because they have one. They have one big uh, power five win. So yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, next at eighteen, and we don't really have to spend a lot of time on it because we already kind of talked about them as Oklahoma State.
1: Yeah, Oak State. They're just they look good on paper. They play TCU to a hell of a game. Lost. Um, they played Texas. Beat Texas at home. They're just up and down. And then last week, man, that was just 48 to nothing. Come on. Like, no points on the board. Like, you couldn't ask for a worse game. So, Oak State, they're exactly where they need to be, just sitting outside the top 15. Unfortunately, there's two losses.
0: Yeah. um, Next, we have 17, North Carolina, another ACC team right there in the top – you know, last part of the top 25 17, North Carolina. I think 17. they're better than this.
1: I think they're better than that. Offensively. They're a, a juggernaut. They can score so many points defensively. They couldn't stop me or you or Benson no. or even my <laughs> baby or any, even my wife right here. And she's very athletic too, but <laughs> but they're terrible defensively. They're going to be fun to watch. So if they get a If they get a nice little bowl game, Whoever they pair them up with offensively, that's going to be a tough pick them. Uh, yep. so, uh, but no, nah, they're a good, they're they're fun, funky bunks to watch. That game against Pitt last week, it was tied at half. And then, in the blink of an eye, it was 48 to 24. And it was just like, because they score so fast. And their quarterback, Drake May, next year, Heisman trophy candidate early on. He's a zombie sophomore. My, uh, he might go throw within his third year. Kid is legit. Football. like He's legit. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know where uh, Matt Brown found him. I think he was going to Clemson, and Matt Brown turned him to uh, North Carolina, which is good on that.
0: Yeah, tough to do. Um, next, we have a team I think North Carolina should be ranked ahead of in Illinois.
1: No, not really. Illinois. Illinois playing. They're playing old school football. They're playing typical Big Ten, Coach Belinda power football. I'm gonna run the ball. You know I'm gonna run the ball. It's gonna be boring. Their defense is only giving up like ten points a game. Granted, they've only played a Big Ten less schedule, yeah. um, and then the East teams they've played in the Big Ten in the Big Ten East hasn't been the best. But they're still beating teams. They're they their running back, Chris Brown, dude's legit. He's a legit running back. Um he's he's no tank, but he's <laughs> he's a legit quarterback, I ain't gonna ain't lie. So, um
0: Yeah, and they have I mean, they get they get kinda lucky this weekend with playing Michigan State who's suspended half their team basically. Yes. And then Purdue, and then cool. Michigan, I mean, but their loss at Indiana to me, I can't excuse it. I'm that sorry. That was
1: week two.
0: Yeah, twenty three twenty was a real tight game.
1: Indiana's terrible. That was just yeah. The they it seemed like they figured it out along. There's one of those teams that has progressively gotten better as the year goes along, which is what you want to see. And they are they've earned seven and one. If they yeah they will be in the Big Ten championship game against Ohio State. Oops, we said it. Um, <laughs> they will. And we're talking about two, two different spectrums of football. Like I'll take
0: I'll take the over with uh, Ohio State coach Ohio State will put so. the
1: over by themselves. Yeah. If Illinois, if they even even in that championship game, if Illinois is in that game, it's because Ohio State accidentally fell and fumbled the ball three times and got they got the ball in their own twenty and they
0: scored. This um. The big the, the, that conference right now reminds you of the SEC about five years ago, where you had Bama was going to come out of the West, and yeah. then some random team was coming out of the East. It was not just yeah, Georgia. Definitely. I mean, and and then once every five years you're getting Auburn coming out of there, LSU, you know, yeah. I'm from the West,
1: but that's kind of how the yeah, big yeah, is. Yeah, right no, now. yeah, yeah, for a while the SEC East was just it was just one big uh, question mark. It was like oh Kentucky yeah. what oh well never mind it's gonna be Florida you you know I was gonna win these until the last two weeks exactly why like, it was so bad and then, you know it's funny <laughs> those those should have been those those were the Butch Jones years <laughs>
0: um next one is uh, fifteen Penn State
1: Penn State they had their shot. had their shot they took it it just wasn't enough they're adequate they're adequately the third best fourth best team in the Big Ten they'll go to the Outback Bowl or whatever they call it now and enjoy it so they'll have a good bowl game in Florida their fans will love it Ryan will love it he lives in Tampa he's a he's a Penn State fan he doesn't have to go far for the game it would be a great day for him they'll end up playing the SEC number four team which will probably end up being LSU. LSU, which will, that'll be a good ball game. It'll be a good ball game, and both both fan bases travel. Yeah. So it'll be a really good ball game. Um, so that's another one of those like pickems. So that'll be tough to pick for sure.
0: Yeah. All right, moving on. Moving on. 14. Uh, number fourteen is Utah, who is, in my opinion. Overrated and ranked too high, but I guess we have to give some love to them for some reason.
1: Overrated, had their shot, should have beat Florida this year. Should have They beat USC, which is their only power five big win, and they got decimated by UCLA. Then UCLA turned around and got decimated by Oregon. The Pac-12 is literally a dog-eat-dog dog weekend. You don't know what you're going to get. Utah played U, uh, Washington State on Friday last week and barely beat them. At home. So, um, it's just you can't trust the Pac-12. Can't trust them. Fun to watch, but can't trust them.
0: There is one Pac-12 uh we can trust, but we'll get into that in a little yeah, bit. Uh, we get to next Next is the team that plays at the Little Apple, Kansas State.
1: Kansas State's biggest issue. They would be in the TCU driver's seat right now if they don't really be to them. They're a good ball club. They they're they can they run the rock and they run it aggressively. They're very good. So whoever ends up matching up with them in the bowl game, God bless you. Um, if it's a Pac-12 team, you're gonna get run over. Uh, I don't yeah. think the big, I don't think the Big 12 and the SEC have a matchup in bowl games. Mm, I don't think so.
0: Not unless it uh, comes down to oh Cotton Bowl. We yeah. To,
1: back in the day, but I don't think that's that's a big that's an year six game.
0: Yeah, I would have to come down to some guys at large missing the yeah. playoffs, pretty yeah. much.
1: Yeah, um, they'll win out. Kansas State will win out. They'll, they played Texas this week in uh, Manhattan, and Texas notoriously can't go in there. And they, I think, the last five uh, visits they've lost all five. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to win there. So, uh,
0: right. twelve we got UCLA, whose only loss is
1: to Oregon. One, they're 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 a funky bunch because they got railed by Oregon. Yeah, it forty-five was, thirty. Yeah, and it wasn't awesome. And the pack in the Pac-12. The Pac-12 doesn't have a championship game, right? No, I, I don't think remember. so. They got rid of it. Yeah. So the pack. So that was your essential playoff to the championship game because now it's going to come down to USC and Oregon which I think they played next yeah. week. So. Uh, um, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I look forward. UCLA is a good team. They'll I think they'll end up winning out or who else they got, they got left. It's a pretty easy schedule for them. They play UCLA. They play uh, USC at the end yeah, of the
0: yeah, U USC they got like Arizona State, some some other packs. So they're teams. gonna win out
1: and potentially lose. So let's let's give them a loss. But us hitting two great season. Their uh, quarterback, if if Hooker wasn't doing what he was doing this year, and uh, the other guys, Young and Stroud, their quarterback honestly could literally be the Hooker. He could literally been in that position. Uh, oh yeah, and the balls are you know, obviously number one for a reason. So, um, but yeah, they're a good little program, and I expect them to stay competitive from here on out for next year. Chip Kelly's seventh year next year; there, he's got he's got the guys he needs. So, yep, um, yeah, he'll, gotta they'll gotta, be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll probably end up in the Holiday Bowl or something, which is the third best team in the Pac-12.
0: Yeah. Uh, next we got just missing the top ten, uh, number eleven, Ole Miss. <laughs> one loss, and the one loss that they had is the team that's ranked right above them. Yeah, and, you know it's it's a one loss Ole Miss loss on this team. I mean, Ole, Miss, Ole Miss gave up thirty four points to Auburn. That tells you everything you should know about their defense. Ole, Ole Miss's
1: defense, that even though they said before the season started, that's ah, a better defense than last year a lot better. They're still bad. They're still, yeah. they still can't, like, they can't, you can see it on the field. Like, they just, you get them in a third and fourth situation, you're not gonna, you're gonna get that. Like, you get them in, you get yourself in a long, first and long, uh, third, third and long, whatever, they're, they're fine. But, you, yep. yeah, their defense, honestly, is holding them back this year. That's why they're gonna be the third best team in the SEC. Um, or fourth-best team in the yeah. SEC, that three, that four, that four or five spot, they'll probably end up going to Citrus or something like that. Let
0: me uh, – the only reason Ole Miss – and I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because LSU's ranked 10. The only reason those two teams are ranked 10 and 11 right now, I'm telling you right now, is because they still have to play Alabama. Yeah. Because yeah. they want Alabama to look good look on good. their resume. Yeah, Alabama
1: bias. Everybody knows and, um, that.
0: Yeah, so I they that's the only reason there's no they're,
1: reason they're that LSU that, deserves
0: to be back in that fam schedule, dude. It, it's just yeah. how it is. There's no reason for them to be 10 and 11. Now, Ole Miss, I could understand you keeping them right there at 11, but LSU, and I'm jumping
1: ahead, Nate. Sorry, no, no, you're good. The LSU thing, no, ahead.
0: at 10 at 10th, no way, no way. You lost to FSU your opening week, you should have lost to Auburn, but you squeaked out a 21 17 win. I watched every second of that game; and it was excruciating. They Auburn gave the game away, and LSU could kind of gave it back, and then Auburn gave it right to LSU. And then your other loss to um, Tennessee, man, those forty. To t- t- Tennessee, and you got smoked. Home, smoke. And you're a top ten team. Yeah. yeah, I understand they're getting; they are getting better every week. I'll give it to them. They are. But just because you beat an overrated Ole Miss team doesn't deserve you a spot at in the top home, ten. Yeah,
1: overrated Ole Miss at home.
0: You give me LSU around the eighteen nineteen spot and I'm okay with it. But ten, absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah, to me LSU to me is fifteen to twenty. Yep. They're in that bubble. They're not a top ten team. Yeah. I was when I saw that, I was so surprised, like, what? I was like Because they cause still have, you, have to play Bama. Here, like they have three losses. Two, or
0: two. two, six
1: two and losses.
0: two. But FSU ten. FSU opening week.
1: Yeah, and that was so bad. Should have lost teams to getting better as the year goes along. But Man. they're just – they have – they're starting to figure out their offense a little bit, but it's still too late. Like, yeah. they should have figured that out week five, not week ten or no. week nine. Yeah, Bute and Jaden Daniels are starting to figure things out and they're starting to call better game, and their coaches are starting to come around and their defense is finally starting to do what they're supposed to do. But it's too late. You can't – you can't just be in the top ten, like you said. It's it's stacking. They're stacking the Bama last four weeks. Yep. So, um, yeah, they're if if anything, if anything, who needs to be at ten should be Kansas State.
0: Yeah, with, I agree. With that one
1: loss. Yeah, Kansas State should be at ten. LSU should be back in the Kansas State position. Um, this is where they're at because they just stacked them there. Um, so if if, obviously if Syracuse didn't lose to Notre Dame, they Syracuse would be at eleven, yeah, or something like that. So, but all right, top ten we did number ten, number nine, USC, USC, one loss, USC lost by three on the road at Utah. It's hard to win there. Uh, USC still dangerous. Their defense is mid at best. Offense is just lightning in a bottle. Um, next year is going to be even nastier. So this isn't their, this isn't their year. This was just a little tasting of what's to come next year with Caleb Williams added in in, in their offense mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yes, you know, screw Lane Kiffin, and Ole Miss, I believe you, Dale. I'm with you, man. But uh, <laughs> USC, uh, unfortunately, they had they had to go perfect this year. You had to go perfect, and they didn't happen. So I I think me personally, I think they're gonna they're not they're recruiting at a high level right now. They're going to bring in so many freaking transfer portal guys on nope. the defense um, because Coach Riley doesn't do defense. He doesn't. So he's going to get a bunch of transfer guys. And yeah. they're all the Mooney Adams. Hey, come to sunny L.A. This is what it looks like. Hey, look, celebrities come to our practices. This is fun. Oh, yeah, you want a meal deal? Here's a meal deal or thrill, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, they're, number- adi- they're adequately at, at
0: number nine. Yeah. So- and then right above them is number eight in Oregon, which I agree 100% with. I mean, Bo Nix has shown what Bo Nix does with a good offensive line. Yeah,
1: he's him, man. He's good yeah, I
0: mean, he's he's making his case to get drafted and either hold somebody's clipboard or maybe get in there as a backup. I mean, I, he,
1: he could be hold, a clipboard holder and then a good backup. He could be like Sam Ethling or.
0: No, he could. Know, he could. Somebody. I, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to start in the NFL, but I think he'd yeah. be a, a serviceable backup.
1: I think so, too. I think this Oregon team, it, this is why you play week one games that aren't against the top five teams in the nation. It's also why you don't play in conference
0: first game of the season. Because they're sitting at 7-1, haven't lost a game in the pack. No, So they're no, they're number like, one in the pack.
1: Number one in the pack, yeah. And they, and they adequately have deserved it.
0: And they all they have left UCLA and Oregon State, which are two good teams, but you handle be business good. there. It'll huh? No. Nope.
1: How did that not happen?
0: SC only has UCLA left on their schedule. That's really? Ranked. Yeah. They got uh, Colorado, Washington, Utah, Oregon State. That's Oregon's schedule remaining.
1: Well, they're going to win the. They'll win the Pac twelve. So. Yeah. Um, we'll get there down a second goes. Can we jump to number one? Look <laughs> at we'll there.
0: Look we'll at there. Uh, next is TCU sitting at number seven.
1: Yes, eight, TCU eight seven to to no. They keep winning. Everyone's like, "Well, they're playing teams." I'm like, "I don't." They played. <laughs> they played just. They played four top twenty-five teams. They've beaten four top twenty-five teams. Yeah. Sonny Dykes. As the first-year head coach, he is, he is killing it, man. I don't know. If, if Josh Heifel doesn't get coach of the year, he should because of what he inherited in year one after – yeah, he inherited a great uh, quarterback. Max Dugan is a phenomenal quarterback. The kid is just one of those, like, typical great college quarterbacks. He's going to do it with his feet. He's going to do it with his arm. He's a winner. Um on top of that, they have weapons everywhere. Um, but – after this season, I don't know what they do with um, Sonny Dykes. He got they just got a few recruits. I follow them on Instagram and stuff like that. They got a few good recruits now, so success breeds success. So they're it's looking good for them. Uh, com- comparable to last year, the last couple of years has not been good. Um, so kudos to them. And unfortunately, their biggest problem is that band is in front of them. That's it. Yeah, which but, is. Bama sitting at six. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing against them. It's nothing against anybody. Um, I believe they can compete. If you put them in the ACC, they'd probably win it. Um, if you put them in the Pac-12, they'd win it. Um, if you put them in the SEC, they would not win it, but they would be one of those teams you don't want to play each week. They're they're a tough team. So. Um, But their biggest issue is they're right in front of Alabama. That's it. So next, number six, Alabama. Um, I believe the committee got it right on this one. Sitting adequately at number six, Uh, they lost to Tennessee in a shootout. Great. Alabama's still a good ball ball team. They just lost. Um, They're they have the next two weeks to prove themselves if they go out there and beat the dog crap out of LSU, which they might, um, then, uh, then they'll adequately be there. I don't think they will because that Mississippi State game, did you watch that Mississippi State game? No. <laughs> it was 30 to nothing, and that was it. They could have put 50 easily up on them. Mississippi State made a few adjustments second half, and just Bama couldn't do it. So, um, they're young. At, all Bama fans know it. They're young. They're they got a lot. They've been in this scenario in such a long time because they're young guys. The last couple of years were named Michi and Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle. Like, those are the young guys. Like, they just don't have those guys in the room at the moment. They will next year and probably the year after that. It's just one of those things. So, uh, number six, adequately for them, they got to earn it. They got to work their way in there. Um, and. They're gonna have three chances. They're gonna have this the next two weeks in the SEC championship game. So yep, yep. and if they beat Georgia or Tennessee SEC championship game, they're gonna be number four, number number two. they'll be number two, three, or four, or number one, I don't know. They'll be in the, they'll, they will end up in the four.
0: Yeah.
1: If they uh, if they handle business.
0: All right, Nate. Yeah, so the next five, I'm gonna to have to let you do on your own, bro. I gotta chat out of here, but uh number five is gonna be number five is gonna be Michigan here for you. Michigan, I wish I could stay on, but
1: yeah. Michigan, uh, unfortunately, they lost to Michigan State or beat Michigan State only 29 points. They had a the chance to blow them out. They didn't. That The committee probably saw that and said, hey, that's nothing we need to see here. A really good brand of ball, but can it compete to the floor? Will they be able to hold their own if the four ahead of them are playing them? Um, I don't personally think that. I think Michigan State... Or Michigan, excuse me. Um, that being a good team, you get in a shootout against Tennessee, you're not gonna be able to 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 combat that. Uh you get in a shootout Ohio State's offense just as good. Um Ohio State proved that they can score quickly and that their defense is coming around, um, watch out. Ohio State's one of those just really good teams. Uh Michigan State, uh I'm Michigan State's gonna be Michigan, good ball club. Uh, they handle business. They beat Ohio State, and then they beat Illinois in the Big Ten Championship game. They'll be in the top, top four. Um, if they lose Ohio State uh, at, in Ohio State this year, um, unfortunately, they're just going to be a New Year's 16. Uh, so number three, we have Clemson. Clemson is, on paper, just as good as everybody in the nation. Five stars, four stars in those locker rooms. Um, Unfortunately, they have a quarterback problem, and that quarterback problem is causing their coaching staff to uh, coach accordingly in games. And, DJ, you can't open your offense if you don't trust the guy. So that's the reason why they look boring, but they've beaten everybody they need to beat all year in front of them. They've they've stacked it up, and they've knocked them down. So, like it or not, they're going to be in the top three. They're gonna win the ACC. They're gonna play North Carolina in the ACC championship game. And they play North, North. They play Notre Dame this week. Uh, we'll see how that rolls. I think they're gonna beat Notre Dame, and then they'll probably beat North Carolina again. They'll be in. They'll be in. They'll be, in, they'll be one to four. Unfortunately, Ohio State. This one. Uh, them Tennessee are adequately offensively put them on paper. It's firepower everywhere. It's arsenal. It's it's so much uh, offense if no one can contain it. Um, I believe the committee just pretty much put them into two just because they haven't played top five, top 25 teams. And that's pretty much it. Ohio State, I expect them to be in the top four, except them to be in the, the national championship game. They were my first, my pick this year to win the national championship just based off of what they were returning. Um, I still expect them to be in the national championship game. Um, I don't know uh, who they're going to be playing in that. It um, just depends on how the year, rest of the year uh, turns out. And then number one, Tennessee. I can be biased all day long and say, yes, I expected this. This is whatever. But, no, this is well-earned uh, for the fan base. Tennessee has uh, gone through 15 years of turmoil. Uh, Dale knows about it Uh, we've been the laughing stock of the SEC uh, just because when you're on top for years and then you go on the bottom and you seem to can't just get over yourself and keep fumbling over yourself and terrible coaching hires left and right it's not the fact that they haven't had the players it hasn't it's not the fact that they haven't had the money and the boosters or anything like that it's just the fact they haven't had a coach to coach these guys, and Coach Heupel and staff—he's not Jesus, but he is damn close to being as smart uh, as any coach that ever walked through those locker that locker room in Knoxville. Um, let's see what he does this week against Georgia. It's going to be a big game. Oh, I missed Georgia. My bad. Uh, Georgia at number three. Um, if they didn't play bad against Ole Miss, I mean uh, Missouri and then let Florida come back in that game. Uh, they're really the biggest standout game, honestly, this game morning. Is so, Georgia's got great offense. Their tight ends are phenomenal. All of them are going to be in the NFL one day. And Brock Bowers, he's a he's a mismatched nightmare. Pete sets and Bennett clean. Uh, Georgia, you're going to go ahead and win that game this weekend. Uh, but it's all coming down to this weekend. Uh, I think... I expect if they do win, if Georgia does win at number three, they jump to one. Tennessee, it depends on how the loss is. If Tennessee goes to three or four, then they're just sitting, waiting for the winner of the Georgia Alabama game. Um, Alabama, they're going to win the rest of their games, and whoever they beat or play, they got to beat in the SEC championship game. So, yeah, but their biggest games this weekend, like Candace said, um, uh, I believe the committee had it right just by, you know, not all games, not all polls are with their stats alone. Their stats are obviously stacked, but if you look at the schedule that what they've played, they, they haven't, they just played Florida like last week. They played Tennessee this week. Um, they beat South Carolina first, second week of the season. South Carolina didn't know what football was until week four. So, it's a uh, they have a a big thing to prove and they're a really good ball club losing nolan smith you know hope he's okay the rest of the year but losing him this week's big uh tennessee makes you spread it out they make you defend every blade of grass on the field defensively um losing nolan uh, that's a big one i'm sure they have a, a a backup who's just as adequate and uh ready to uh to perform and do their best but it's one of those uh, situations where he got hurt, and uh, they got to plug in a guy who's probably not played a lot because Nolan Smith is a monster. He's a beast, and he'll be, to, he'll be in the NFL next year. So, um, their are they're keys of the game: protect Stetson Bennett at all costs, get those tight ends open, um, and control the clock, and keep Tennessee's offense off the field. But, uh, but. Tennessee's defense, like Dale said, everyone's talking about Tennessee's defense until last weekend, they played Kentucky. Tennessee's defense has come along, which tells you their coaching staff is teaching these boys how to play. Last week's defense against Kentucky, which was not a bad Kentucky team, they were just teeing off because they knew their assignments. They knew where to go. When you can play football without thinking – and you just come down because you, that's when physicality happens. That's when the committee probably saw said that this team is actually legit. They have a decent defense to adequately go with a very good offense. That's all you need. That's all you need. So we'll see We'll see their defense. Uh, I know they'll scheme it up. I know like uh, you can see do about the two tight ends defensively. Really. Uh, Tennessee, uh, Florida, what they did is they did man press um, after they after they were losing 21 to nothing. So Tennessee can probably, what they'll do is Georgia plays this uh, double tight end set. They'll put the tight end in the slot or they'll stack them on the ends, the edges. Um, what they like to do is they play games that way. They run the ball that way because essentially you have uh, seven blockers or eight blockers. And they can run the ball out of there, or they like to do play actions out of it. And uh, where Stetson will have a full um, array of six people blocking for him. So um, if you if you go man press, you can blitz off of it, and uh, you just pretty much man up on the on the uh, the tight ends. That's really what you can do. Uh, they, they they Brock Bowers will beat you in in zone coverage. He's uh, he's not the best route runner. Like he knows how to get open. He's kinda of like Jason Witten. Um, uh, when it comes to the how he can get open in space. He knows he knows what it looks like. So um back to Tennessee. Number one, they deserve it. Um now we're just fielding questions, Dale. Uh who do you you have winning the Heisman and why is Stroud your third best option? Uh, Stroud is I, I think Stroud's number two, man. I think Two uh three would be Bryce Young. Uh Hookers earned it, man. You go from unranked uh transfer to UT. He wasn't even Hooker, wasn't even like um Coach Eiffel's guy. He didn't even start last year. You know that. Like so the fact that he went from on uh, not a starter to throwing thirty, three touchdowns and three picks last year, uh QBR rating outside crazy QBR rating to a new offense, to coming in the year two with the same offense, being confident in that offense, knowing exactly where to drive this offense. Um, And then on top of that, he's only thrown one pick this year in the Alabama game. Um, A lot of that has to do with the offensive line, honestly. If he wins the Heisman, it's because that offensive line is is protecting him. Uh, But I expect if he plays a great game, I don't see him. If you notice last year, Dale and Candace, last year – in were big games in this year in the Pittsburgh game, he would throw the ball super high and he'd be inaccurate. And that's because he was too jacked up ever since that Pittsburgh game, when he took over that game, um, in the, in the overtime, he's been super calm. He doesn't throw the ball like Joe Milton over people's heads at a hundred miles an hour. He's got touch with everything he does. It's cool, calm and collected. So, um, there, I think, I think hooker, if he does what he's supposed to do, um, even if they play Alabama again, if they beat Georgia and they play Alabama again in the SC Championship game, um, it'll be the same result. He's going to be cool. Uh, uh, cool as a cucumber. Having Tillman back is huge. Um, Hyatt is more receiving touchdown than Georgia combined. This is very true. Um, Hyatt, yeah, they just get him open. And that's the thing. Last year, Tennessee was able to score 20 something points on Georgia. And that was a t- Tennessee team. They. Had no had no backups, no depth, no nothing, and they were able to do that this year. The same offense, more depth, more firepower. You know, it's not at home with a less of a Georgia defense. We'll see. We'll see. So, guys, that is the end of the show. Um, thank you for watching. Uh, the participants, Dale and Candace. Uh you guys are always fun. Um, Please share, like, and follow uh, the Uh We'll have another show later this week uh, for our selection show for this weekend's games. But uh, this is always fun, guys. Appreciate you all. Thank you for the love. All right. Go Vols.